Hey there, and welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. Do you have a product that you're trying to sell? Whether it's physical or digital? Maybe even it's just a freemium, like a free product that you're trying to use to grow your email list, but you just don't know the easiest way to, you know, sell it online. Like, where do I list it? Where's my shopping cart? Where's my shop live online? Maybe you're a brick and mortar business who's trying to move into the digital space. Or maybe you've been a content creator on social media and now you're ready to start selling merchandise or you're ready to start selling downloads or courses or products. Where can you actually list this stuff? Like where can your shop even exist? Well, maybe you have already figured out the answer to this. Maybe you were a cheater and you read the title of this episode, but Shopify. You've likely heard of Shopify, and if you haven't heard of it, then you've definitely used it without even knowing it. But Shopify is one of the biggest and arguably most popular platforms for hosting a shop online. And they make it really, really simple and easy to use and get started. And it's relatively cost efficient as well. It's not going to break the bank compared to a lot of web design and, and shop hosting platforms that have existed in the past. Today, you're going to get to hear a conversation that I recently had with Shopify expert Kate Fontenot, who is a web designer, a web developer, a Shopify expert, and she has an entire agency that helps people do the things I just listed, web design, web develop, and run their Shopify accounts. So let's stop wasting our time and get into the interview. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Brock. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you here today. This is a really good topic, and I know something that we get questions about all the time, something I'm curious about myself. So let's get started with the basics. Square one, what is Shopify? So Shopify is a website platform where you can build your online shop at its simplest form. So if you're looking to build a website where you can sell your physical products or your digital products, to me, Shopify is the number one place to go. Got it. Okay. And and so why do you use Shopify then? Is there a benefit to Shopify over, I don't know, some other hosting platforms? Yeah. So there are lots of different areas you could build your shop. But for me, I've been on both the business side of actually wanting to sell a physical product. And I've been on the side of building the shop. And Shopify has literally made the dashboard and their website so simplistic for every retailer. So everything they do is completely focused on what works best for retailers. Love that. And so is it only physical products, like retail space products, or can you sell digital products? How does that work? You can totally sell digital products. Okay. You can sell anything you need. Okay. And Kate, I personally know nothing about coding. It's funny to say this, like I know how to use Instagram technology, but like outside of that, I don't think I'm very technically advanced. (laughs) Do you need to know how to code? Do you need to know how to do all that fancy stuff? You don't need to know any of that. If you are at the very most basic learner beginning level, you could go on to Shopify, you can use a free theme and they have everything ready for you. All you need to know is how to click buttons and add your images and your text and you're good. Got it. Who do you think should consider opening and starting a Shopify shop? Should every single business owner have a Shopify shop? What do you think about that? So I think if you have a physical store, you definitely need to have Shopify because I think there's such a market out there. And I know you would agree. There's such a vast market for anything online these days. So if you have a physical store, you definitely need to have a Shopify, even if it's just for a few extra sales a month to get the foot traffic in case something ever happens again, where shops are shut down and you need a space to be able to sell your products. 
But even then, I think literally anyone who has something created they could sell or just even one product that they stand behind wholeheartedly needs to have a Shopify store. Do I need to have an existing website or blog beforehand? No. So Shopify is your website completely. And if you wanted to just use the very most basic you know, Shopify plan, you could just pay $7 a month, add your product, and you would just get a link you could share on Instagram. So if you're an Instagrammer who wants to sell a digital product, you could just use the $7 a month program, upload your freebie, and then share your link. So it's super easy. What if I do have an existing website? Maybe I have like an existing blog. Is there a way to integrate them or how does that work? So if you wanted to have your full website on Shopify, you would have to transfer everything over. But if you wanted to continue your blog where it's at, you could just, again, use the $7 a month. It's called Shopify Lite. And you would add your products into Shopify. You wouldn't have to worry about having a website with them. And then you would use the link that they generate and just put it on your existing blog. Wow. Can I use Shopify for, it sounds really easy. Yeah, it's $7 a month. I mean, that's, that sounds very reasonable. Could I use Shopify for things like like maybe freemiums or, or small baby offers that maybe don't cost anything? Absolutely. I have clients who use literally the tiniest little baby offers, $7.99, $8.99 downloads, and they generate upwards of like four and five figures a month just off those using Pinterest. If you wanted to use a freemium, you could definitely do that. You would just use the digital downloads app, which is free. And you would upload your PDF or whatever you want to give away. And you would just start sending out the information. Cool. And so I'm sure that Shopify collects, you know, the data on your customers and like what their email is. So you could, if I'm understanding correctly, use Shopify as a way to build your email list. Absolutely. And that's what we do. We actually have in the bottom of our website, which is listed on Show It, which is another hosting platform. We actually offer our freebies in the footer. And so when someone signs up for that freebie, they're taken to a checkout. It's free, obviously. And whenever they enter in all of their information, that's generated in the back of Shopify, which connects to our email marketing platform. So everything is kind of like in a circle. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. So if I'm listening right now and I want to start a shop, what's the first step I should take? I mean, obviously you want to know what you're going to sell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like the first and foremost. But if you already know what you're going to sell and you're ready to go, just go to Shopify.com. You can create a free trial and literally download one of their free themes and just start adding your imagery. Always tell everyone to not try to go for the full picture in the beginning because it's going to hold you up. So with the very basic, if you can just get a homepage with a link to whatever you're selling and run with it, you can always come back and perfect everything else later, all of your extra pages, like your about page and your blog and all that. But I think the very first step is just getting your hands in there, adding your product, adding the theme, and then making it live and just running with it. I like it. I like it. Like almost start messy or like start sloppy, but just get it started. Yeah, Yeah. just get started. You can always go back and change whatever you need to at any time. At what point do you think you should consider hiring like an agency or a designer to kind of, you know, custom build out everything? Yeah, for sure. So that's what we do. And I always tell everyone, if you're on the first step and you don't necessarily have enough of an extra investment to do that, then I would wait until you, maybe a year later, when you have a better idea of who your target market is, what is selling the best and what your actual problems are with your current website and maybe ways that we can convert a little bit better, save that investment. Sometimes that investment is upwards of 10, 11, sometimes $20,000. So that to me is something in the beginning that you can put into so much more marketing, you can put into like advertising, you can put into your photography and even your products. And I think that that's the best spot to start with your investment. 
But again, I think at the very least, just wait a whole year and you'll have a better insight on your customers. I like that. That makes sense to me. When I'm creating the shop, so let's say I'm, you know, I'm creating it myself. I just finished this episode today and I'm creating my shop. What are some tips that you have for either making the whole shop stand out or maybe just like individual products pop? Because I'm sure, you know, just about every market nowadays seems pretty saturated and, yeah. and there's a lot of different products out there. So how do I make myself stand out? So I will tell you before I own my own agency, I was a retail buyer. And so I'm very familiar with what vendor photos look like. And they look very basic and generic across the board. That's always my number one tip. Even if you're on your cell phone and you take great photos on your iPhone, because you can Mm -hmm. get unique imagery. Because if someone who's familiar with vendor photos, the first thing I see when I land on a website is that I'm going to click out immediately because there's nothing that stands out. And at times it can feel a little bit scammy or spammy. You don't really know if they're legitimate. So I would say start with your photos. Again, if it's the most very basic with your iPhone, that's absolutely fine. You can always change that later. And then I would make sure that your product descriptions give people what they need to know. So they know that they can trust you. You know, if it's clothing, how does it fit? What kind of fabric is it? How can you clean it? What's the return policy? Make sure all of your shipping and return policies are super clear. And then make sure that they have an easy way to contact you. I would say those are the best ways. When you say vendor photos, is that just like kind of like the basic stock images? I feel like you see them yeah. some, a lot of times on like Amazon, maybe. Yes, it is. Okay. And you go to a vendor to buy your clothes and they'll give you access to all of their photos. And when you have hundreds of shops using the same photos, it's kind of hard to tell who's legitimate. Got it. That totally yeah. makes sense. That totally makes sense. What mistakes, you know, I, I'm sure one mistake would be using those vendor photos, but what other mistakes should we avoid when building our Shopify shop? I think the number one mistake I see is not having a clear form of navigation. So whenever you're like at the top menu of your website, you want to make it very clear where you want people to go, whether that is your specific product, different collections, if you want people to be able to contact you easily, or if there's a specific freemium that you want people to get to. Be really clear on your navigation so people can find what they need to because we want to keep them on the website longer, obviously. But then again, also making sure that all of your policies are so clear and they're easy to contact you. Love that. When you're launching a product, you got a new launch coming out, a new freemium, whatever it may be. Can you give us kind of like a timeline or a rundown of what that process looks like? Yeah. So are you thinking maybe when you're wanting to work with an agency or just in general by yourself? Let's say in general, like maybe even, you know, I finished this listening to this episode today and I just created my Shopify for the first time and I just added a few products. Like what's kind of the launch process look like or the, you know, the promotional timeline? Like what does that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of varies obviously with what you're Mm -hmm. doing, but I would say once you get it ready to go hit live and then start mapping out a few emails. So maybe like three or four emails to go over the next week. So you can kind of breadcrumb people into whatever it is you're promoting Mm -hmm. and then set a specific date and just stick with it. I would start hyping it up on Instagram, which I know you're about Mm -hmm. at least a week before two weeks before, if you can just to get people excited and energetic, but stick with it because there are some times where you feel like you're very excited on the day one that you launch. And you're everywhere, right? You're talking to every single person. You're super excited. And then the next day, you're kind of like hung over a little bit from that and you give up. And so sales stop coming in. So make sure that even, you know, day one, you're super hype. Keep that going a week or two. Even if the first day you don't get a lot of sales, keep it going for like two weeks. So I would hype it up for like a week and a half. Have some emails ready to go, schedule them out, get some social media posts ready to go. And then, yeah, like a week, a week and a half, just talk it up and then launch it. Very cool. I think you mentioned earlier, can you link your Shopify to social media accounts? Like, Can you link Shopify to Instagram? 
Absolutely. So you can sell through Instagram with Shopify. So someone can tap the image, they can click the product and buy it. But now you can also on your website, if you're a big like TikTok star, or you like a lot of reels, they have apps you can use to showcase Mm. your latest reels or your latest TikToks or Instagram posts on your website. Wow. Very cool. cool. So we got, we got Instagram, which obviously the Instagram shop is becoming a much bigger, bigger, bigger part of the platform. So you said TikTok, I'm sure probably Facebook then with Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook and Pinterest. Wow. Wow. Very cool. I think that's all the questions we have for you. Yeah. I would (laughs) love though, you know, if we wanted to get a little bit more information from you, if we wanted to learn a little bit more about like search engine optimization, because, you know, I'm sure that's a big challenge. And actually, you know, I'm not even going to assume, I would love for you to tell me a little bit about SEO or search engine optimization and how that plays into Shopify. And then I'd also love if you could tell us about the guide that you have for us. Awesome. I would love to. So SEO or search engine optimization is a little bit of a tongue twister for me. And, you know, a long time ago, it was basically just the keywords that Google uses or any other, you know, platform to pull content. Now it's bigger. It's more of your social media that's getting pulled in like Pinterest. A lot of different shops are super successful with having their content on Pinterest and generating traffic. I know just for us, we're not a shop or an agency, but we get thousands of hits a month just from content that we've put out over years, just steadily, you know, generating that traffic. So SEO is a way for you to use keywords and imagery and different content to pull people back to your site. There's so much that goes into it, specifically on Shopify. It's a lot of your product descriptions, the way that you talk about your products, the verbiage that you use, the product names, the images, all of that. And then it's the platforms you put that content on like Pinterest, Facebook, and Google, and all of those big search engines. We do have a freebie for SEO for shop owners from Shopify. And if you head to our website, it's lovekate.com, K-A-I-T, you can download it in the footer of our website. It's really helpful too. Awesome. Yeah. And we will link all that up down below in the show notes, of course. But Kate, thank you so much for all of this information. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Brock. I appreciate it. As always, if you enjoyed today's episode, we would really appreciate it if you left us a review of the podcast, letting us know specifically that you enjoyed this episode. That helps us with the podcast, helping it be discovered by more people because more reviews equals getting higher rankings and higher ratings in the whole search engine of podcast apps. But also it really helps us know what you like. As a listener, it helps us know what kind of episodes you're into, what kind of episodes you're not that into. So we would really appreciate it if you reviewed the podcast as a whole and maybe just mention today's episode. Also, of course, definitely you always want to subscribe because podcast apps aren't the best in terms of notifications. Sometimes the podcast won't download or sometimes we will release a new episode, but you won't even know about it until a few weeks later when you go to check. So the best way to stay on top of our twice-weekly episodes here of Build Your Tribe is to just subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. You just tap that subscribe button right there. And then whenever you open up the app, the new podcast that we have released, the new episodes that we have released, will already be sitting there waiting for you to listen to. Thank you so much for listening today. And of course, as always, happy networking. Don't forget to check out instaclubhub.com. Brock and I are helping people crush it on Instagram and we have so much fun doing it. Why not build your business with us by growing your audience on Instagram? We'll make it fun. We'll get the job done. We make it easy, simple, and seamless. So check out instaclubhub.com. 